Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to That Triathlon Show, the podcast presented by scientifictriathlon.com. I'm your host, Michael Eriksson, and this episode is beginner tip number eight, where I'll talk about training for an Olympic distance race. So this follows nicely along from last week's episode, episode beginner tip number seven, on training for a sprint distance race. If you haven't listened to that yet, you should definitely do it. I will kind of assume that you have done it already in this episode and leave some of the things that apply to to both training for whatever race, really, if you're a beginner. Uh, I will leave leave a bit of those things that I already said out to not make a complete repetition of last week's episode. Uh, but uh, but there, there will be some specific stuff and some of the most important things I will repeat here just to make sure that you remember it because repetition is never wrong after all. So... One assumption that I'll make here when training for an Olympic distance race is that you have already completed at least one sprint distance race. So you're not completely new to triathlon, although I know there are people that sign up for their first race and it's an Olympic right away. But uh, this means that we don't need to talk about some of the things that we did last time, like first needing to get comfortable in the water, especially in the open water, uh, learning how to handle your bike, uh, and those sorts of things. But uh, just be aware that if you are not comfortable, even if you have done a race, <laughs> whether you have or not, these are definitely critical components of your training if uh, if you need to if that's some uh, uh, potential uh, potential issues for for you with that being comfortable in the water on the bike etc now let's talk a bit about the training variables like we did last time and for in this time for an olympic distance race specifically so for frequency of workouts i still recommend doing six workouts per week as a baseline but again, if you don't have a swimming background, I'd like you to bump it up to seven with one extra swim per week to swim three times per week. That will allow you to improve so much faster than just swimming two times per week. So it's well, well worth the investment of time and effort. But uh, one additional thing that, that's new now compared to the sprint is if you did your sprint distance and you trained consistently for it, you had six workouts per week and now you want to be a bit more competitive maybe in your Olympic. You, you, have, you, was, you were bitten by the bug and, and you want to become faster even if you're moving up the distance as well. You can add an extra workout in the other disciplines as well. So up to nine workouts per week uh, because you have built that base of consistently training six times per week. So, so it's possible for you. But I know that for many, it's not logistically possible. So six workouts per week is where I often see that the sweet spot lies in what you have time for and, and what you need to do as a minimum to be able to to either complete the race or compete in the race, whatever your goal is. So it, it just comes down to that, really. Your time available and, and your goals. If you want to be a bit faster, then you need to go a bit higher. But but as you are a beginner, then six workouts per week plus that extra swim, ideally, that's my my basic recommendation that you should... Your starting point, I, I would call it. So... And let's talk about the distances uh, next. And uh, I think that as you've already completed a sprint distance, actually completing a distance is not the 
the biggest thing, the most difficult thing, the most challenging thing now. I think you have that base and you just need to keep building that base and then you will automatically uh, be in a, in a shape that allows you to complete the distance. Plus, as I mentioned last time, I think that it's much better to focus on training to duration rather than training to distance. As an example, in my beginner Olympic distance triathlon training program that I sell on scientifictriathlon.com forward slash plans, the longest bike ride is 1 hour 45 minutes and the longest run is 1 hour 10 minutes. So if you, you can basically, you can take whatever time you usually do in training and see, well, how long will will I go in those durations for the bike and the run? And for most of you, you will be there or thereabouts of the 40 kilometer. You can, on the bike, especially, I think that, well, both disciplines, a lot of you will actually be going quite a bit longer than the 40 kilometers and and even longer than the 10 kilometers on the run. So it depends on your level, but but I think that training to duration, that uh, in in this case especially, you're not completely new to triathlon. You don't need to focus so much on having completed distance in the training. It will happen organically or you already are prepared to do it no matter what. So yeah, I, I wouldn't focus too much on that. As for volume in terms of weekly training hours... You ideally you want to bump it up a little bit from the sprint. I would say one hour per week more. That's at least how I bump up my Olympic training program compared to the sprint training program. Program so so it's not a big increase, and and I think that the what I would recommend that you do is to the biggest where you add those training hours is to the weekend. So make your longer weekend workouts a bit longer than they used to be and then the weekly workouts your normal workouts they don't need to be any longer really in the later part the latter parts of the program you will have some quality training in there anyway so you're not focusing really on the on duration you're focusing on doing some quality intervals or a tempo run or something like that so so yeah add those that extra hour to the weekend weekend workouts and mostly actually to the bike and run, I would say, not necessarily to swim. So the amount of swimming, relatively speaking, can go down compared to the bike and run. So I mentioned like how my plan, my sprint distance plan uh, progresses last week. And the same for the Olympic plan. This uh, In this plan, the weekly duration starts at 4 hours 15 minutes in the first week, then goes to 5 hours, 5.30, and back down to 4.15. Then 5.45, 6.15, and that's the biggest week, two weeks out from the race. Then 4.45 and 4. So it's an average of five hours per week. It's really not that much. So it's just like the sprint, but with one hour more. And uh, a couple of things that are exactly the same. I said them in last week's episode, but I'll repeat it again. Your volume, the volume in your training program should progress gradually, but you also, you can't progress it eternally uh, from 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. You need to go back down and have recovery weeks uh, at uh, regular intervals and a small taper before the race. And I would say that uh, this also goes to now, especially that you're not completely new to triathlon, you've done your sprint. You will maybe do a little bit more intensity, quality workouts in your training. You need to take this mindset into the progression of those quality workouts as well. So don't start immediately with 20 times 400. Okay, that's uh, that's a joke. But don't start with... You may pretty soon, actually, you, you can build up to something like 
10 times 400. That's not something that I have in my program, by the way. That's, uh, yeah, that, that's a bit hard, as at least for an eight-week program. But but if you want to, let's say you want to build up to 10 times 400, and that's uh, running on the track that I refer to, then you want to start at uh, something that's quite a bit lighter, like six times 400. That's, that's probably something that you can start from. Run six times 400 meters hard and add maybe a minute and a half of recovery something like that and uh, and then you run again six times and and then the next week you do seven times or even eight times it's, and and then you go to eight times so over a few workouts four or five you build up to those 10 times you don't need to go just one interval per workout but but have a progression it sometimes it can be slower sometimes faster but you need you can't just jump immediately into super hard stuff and I got some questions actually last week for what kind of quality workouts you should be having. And, and I recommend uh, definitely hill repeats is a favorite of mine, both on the bike and on the run. Also fartlek runs, because they kind of take the pressure off of having to run a specific pace. And that actually often makes the, the athlete run faster than they would otherwise, because they, they don't have the pressure. So that's Basically, I would say that go out and run 10 times one minute uh, at fast pace, what feels fast to you. And then you jog easily for one hour, well, one minute between the intervals. And uh, and then what, what ends up happening is that those one minute repeats will be really freaking fast oftentimes. So so that's pretty interesting, something that I found. So I really love to give fart leg runs to athletes. And those hill repeats, as I mentioned, also threshold intervals. Uh, the threshold is a key focus area, key physiological area that, uh, that uh, determines how well you'll perform. So working on that threshold and one way, great way to do it, it's not the only way, but actually working around that threshold. And I talk about that in episodes like uh, episode 27, 29, and 30 for swimming, biking, and running, respectively. Uh, that will help you improve that threshold. So those are some examples. Fartlek runs, hill repeats, threshold intervals. Again, just like last time, you want to include uh, specific workouts like open water swims, a few of them, two at least, and two to four brick sessions. And this is another thing that I wanted to mention that I didn't mention last time. Uh, I tend to leave the brick sessions because they're often pretty long as pure endurance ses- sessions. So there's no intensity in them. On social media, in magazines, you'll see a lot of super hard, sexy brick sessions. And uh, those are great for advanced athletes. For beginners, I think that the injury risk of combining a long workout with intensity is too big. So I do not recommend doing that. I recommend le- leaving the brick sessions as endurance. In most cases, again, like last time, uh, it's all individual at the end of the day. But uh, I think for most beginners, this holds true. I hope that you enjoyed this beginner tip. As usual, you can contact me and send me questions for future beginner tips on michael at scientifictriathlon.com, and that's Michael with a K, or tweet me on Twitter where my handle is at SciTriad. Next Friday on beginner tip number nine, I will talk about injury prevention. That is a listener requested topic from Dean. Thank you, Dean, for that. And uh, yeah, I look forward to to, uh, fulfilling that uh, promise that I made of making an episode on that topic. If you're interested in checking out the training plans that I mentioned in this episode and in the last one, those can be found on scientifictriathlon.com. 
you can click through to training plans or you can just click in the link in the show notes or the episode description in your podcast app i'll link that up here as well thank you as always for listening keep training smart and keep loving triathlon